0: all
1: I want to do Wake up. I don't want to get up <laughs>
2: Ooh, headache Okay, so let me break it down for you a little bit like this As far as what we have going on today Steve is here, but he slept in, but he's here So he's here Hi, Hi. Steve I was waiting outside for Steve so long That Christine was officially in the building before I was
3: Yeah, I know It was like a oh. solid ten minutes before you too. I know, oh my <laughs> God. I, know. That's gracious.
2: Like, I know, Steve And uh, today, as far as on the show We're going to talk about Cat Tours, Elon Musk, Greg the Gaslighter, Space Advertising, Ohio, and uh, The Bachelorette. Just a few things that we're going to talk about. All right. One of the things that we were just talking about in the studio, Steve, is you were playing catch-up over there. Uh-huh. And not like uh, mustard and ketchup, but like ketchup you know, getting your work ready and your day going.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Christine and I were having a conversation because Facebook notified me of something very important. <gasps> she always does this because it's like her way to try and get into my heart and my remind gosh. me that... I'm her boo, too, that I'm on her list, you know? Christina Aguilera, uh, her Facebook told me that uh, it's the 15th anniversary to Back to Basics, that album. Yeah. And there's this video that's constantly replaying and uh, on Facebook. So, Christine in the studio, not Christina Aguilera, but Christine in the studio can't see that monitor uh-huh. that it's on, and I'm watching it on loop. She's like, what do you watch it? She turns her head over, and there it is, mm-hmm. Little Miss Aguilera. How do you not fall in love with that, right? I
3: mean, I don't blame you. That's what I said. Yeah,
2: seriously. That, you... that
3: that's your person.
2: Yeah, like I I, I want to play all Aguilera today right now. She's got me.
0: <laughs> she's got you hooked. She's
2: got me hooked. She's my boo. She's my, she's she's my one right there. Yeah. Ever since I read an article about her that she was like, yeah, people need to be comfortable in their bodies, and this is when she was a little bit bigger. Yeah. People need to be comfortable in their bodies. I choose one day out of uh, every month, if not one day a week, where I just walk around my house naked.
3: Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's an image." <laughs>
2: Take me to your house. <laughs> yeah, show me. Take me to your house. I am the ginger ninja. I can move you. Yeah. Well, I think she's number one on my list. I can't remember. Oh, hundred percent. Five. Scarlett Johansson's Johansson's in
3: there. right behind at number two. Yeah,
2: she is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your number one again?
3: Uh, it's always been Leonardo DiCaprio, to be honest with you, even as he ages.
2: You still? Yeah. You're, yeah. You want to become one of his young models?
3: I mean, I had a giant... Poster in my room when I was a kid Of him from Romeo and Juliet Where he's behind the fish tank (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about I know what you're talking about, yeah
2: Do you, if you hooked up With uh, DiCaprio Who I sometimes lovingly call DiCaprio Uh Would you be intimidated Because of his
3: uh, Many
2: conquests And the skills of other people That he may have acquired Yes He you know dates I mean?
3: supermodels. Well, not Young even supermodels. But I mean, the, you know,
2: the guy. I'm sure there's been, uh, that, you know, like there's all. We all have our situation where we can go. Let's just say kissing to make it easier. That's the best kisser. Uh, that's the best kissing I've ever had in my life. Okay. Right? And then you're going to be with DiCaprio, and you're going to be kissing. See what I'm doing there?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Those are air quotes. Yeah. Okay. You're going to be kissing Leonardo DiCaprio, and you're going to be like. I can't even fall in this guy's top 20 Because it's a miracle if you do Yeah It's I mean you're going to be exhausted And your hips probably going to be popping
3: Fake it till you make it Yeah that's it
2: right I know like seriously You think high yoga is bad Good uh, lord How is high yoga going by the way
3: Good I'm going today again But nice. yeah it's going well
2: You, uh, Christine's been going what about three Four times a week
3: uh, I've been trying. Three is like what I try and go for. It's so. a good
2: number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you go today after the show, maybe?
3: Yes. Yeah, for right. sure.
2: Get your hot yoga in. Mm-hmm. No, it
3: feels, it's definitely. Uh a workout, obviously, but it feels good afterwards.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Does yeah. this what Greg the Gaslighter is all about today in your christinology? In,
3: about hot yoga. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't Gre- know. Greg the Gaslighter is in reference to um, the Bachelorette finale last night. Oh. And, oh yeah.
2: Okay. So mm-hmm. should we not be covering it twice then? Is your whole christinology about? Well, I mean, about-
3: the my christinology is about. Someone who had already left the show, not about, like,
2: Okay, not about the guy that won. Yeah, exactly. And if you think they're going to make it. Because that's going to be about an hour after Christinology. Yeah,
3: we can talk about different stuff than what's in my particular Christinology. Okay. That's for sure.
2: That sounds perfect. Our text question of the day is coming up here in the next 15 minutes. Steve, you feeling awake? Yes, I am. Steve's ready. Here we go. Woo! Hey, look, uh, when you are in need of knowledge, when you're in need of uh, what we like to call the... 411 on the 420. Come uh, to the Ginger Ninja when you need to know been about a while. Of course. Weed, pot, grass, dope, reefer, ganja, hash, herb. Chronic? Herb. Yeah, I like to <laughs> Just call it herb. a guy herb. named Herb. Yep. Yes.
0: <laughs> herb, not
2: herb. But herb. <laughs> yeah, when you don't want to know about that, if you uh, are in dire need of uh, possibly uh, toking or poking or blazing, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you want to uh, smoke some trees, mow the grass. Maybe one slip. Yeah Never possibly Into blasting or blowing Or chasing Firing one up You know going loco <laughs> <laughs> Going loco go. The 411 on the 420 Comes from The ginger ninja Maybe you want to go home today And get the wind Or torch up Or hit the hay Whatever you're into
3: Torch up
2: Torch up She's trying to bond with me yeah, You obviously. Bro, torch
3: up. <laughs> Just
2: cause you two Are the consumers Doesn't mean that I Do not understand What it is for example, I know that you should not bush Buddha or butter or chase your weed. That's a bad thing. Okay. That's when you mix it with cocaine, Steve. Oh, I didn't. Yep, never. I didn't I know that. That's because you don't know.
1: Wow. Butter you the,
2: your weed. Yes, okay. so you butter though. It's called buttering. Okay. Yes. Oh, what are you? Are you buttering? Ooh, you could go to jail for that. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the reason I'm even giving you the 411 on <laughs> the 420.
1: Yes, get to it.
2: <laughs> uh, is uh, because of South Park. So what do you do? When you're Trey Parker and Matt Stone, we talked about this uh, in the past, like they signed a deal, 900 million Mm bucks. It keeps the show alive through 2027 South Park. It includes dozen movies, including a horror film, a musical, and a deep fake movie. Oh, wow. Okay, That's their new deal with Paramount Plus. So what are they going to do with some of their $900 million?
3: Swim in it.
2: They are going to start a weed business. Real, are they going to call it Tegrity Farms? Bingo, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, exactly what now. Why are they going to call it that? Because uh,
1: Stan's dad on the show owns a weed farm called Tegrity Farms.
2: Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah, it started in season 22 of uh, Randy Marsh is his name, yes, or something. It like that. Is. Yeah, it started in season 22 of South Park. So they will have Tegrity Farms, it's their own weed business that they are going to start here like very soon. With some of their nine hundred million dollars,
3: might as well, right? Right? Oh,
2: oh, I would too. I mean, seriously, if you want to, uh, yeah. If a, you just watch South Park, and you know, like they've consumed some, some of the grass, the green, you know, the pot, the weed, the day, for sure. (laughs) The Mary Jane, the bud, the flower, the skunk, the dope, the hay, the blaze, the boom, the rope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Mean. Yeah. See, I see what you did there. Need. What I need? <laughs> what I need and yeah. what you mean are the same thing. Yeah, need and weed are the same thing. I understand. Maybe they've got some good. I don't know how they're going to mix it. Integrity Farms from South Park's uh, their weed business. Maybe they're going to make some Maui Waui in there, some Black Russian, maybe Ooh. Panama Gold or Acapulco Gold. I'll I don't know. will take it all. Purple Haze, Kush, <laughs> Endo. Right? I'm down. I'm down? You are so down. I'm not that down, Christine, where I'm going to give you weed. Okay, scammy McScammy. I would, pants.
3: I would entrust your, your weed anyway. Yeah, you
2: might butter it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> butter my weeds. What? <laughs> Text question of the day today. What is the rudest thing somebody's ever done to you at your job? Now, I'm gonna qualify this with, uh, I was uh, doing an appearance, and I had somebody come up to me. I mean, it was this simple. I had somebody. I was at my job, so we were doing an appearance. Connie and I. And they came up to us and told us that we were just terrible on the radio. We didn't know what we were doing and we sucked.
0: And then (laughs) they quoted (laughs) No,
2: it it feels like it. Yeah, I wanted to qualify though that it's not this building because some of the rudest things I've ever had happen to me in my job has been (laughs) here. So, uh, honest to God, uh, a listener came up, said how terrible Connie and I were, Mm -hmm. hated the show, and sourced segments from the last three weeks of shows. It's like that old theory about it's Howard like the Stern. How it's, I
3: was just going to say, it's the Howard yeah. Stern effect where everyone was like...
2: They have to listen even though they hate you. Yep, and yep. We were like, they, can, okay. they can't
3: stop listening.
2: Because like, we would just say, if you don't like it, and I say this, I'll say this, till day i say this till dad die, if you don't like it, just change the channel. Yeah. You don't need to tell on me. Just change the channel. So what's the rudest thing, Steve, somebody's ever done to you at your job? Well, I got a fun
1: little twist on this because mine was kind of lame. Uh, so I'll say my lame one real quick is uh, an old boss took credit for my work I was working on a syndicated show right when I started radio, and I was going above and beyond doing a bunch of extra parts to it. Syndicated is like it gets piped in from somewhere else. The show is out of Texas.
2: Not like us. Right?
1: And then so I was going above and beyond doing a bunch of stuff, so the host of the show emailed and didn't know my email directly and emailed it to the station and said basically how how great the producer was doing and whatnot. And then my boss yeah. at the time um, – Forwarded that email to the company and basically threw me under the bus and took all the credit and basically said that he was wow. the one who came up with all the different things that uh, was doing for the show, but he was also Ugh. proud of me for helping out. What a
3: POS. Man. Yeah. Wow. But
1: the one I really wanted to tell is how the rudest thing I ever did to somebody when I was working, which I think is a hilarious little story. I was working at a really nice restaurant and we were super busy, and I was walking by the bat the woman's bathroom, and a woman asked if I could grab some toilet paper for her. And, like, I was super in the weeds at that point in time, which is a uh, industry term, which means you're, like, super busy doing eight different things at once. Yeah. And so I just quickly went to the dry uh, goods closet, grabbed, like, four things of toilet paper, just walked back and just handed it to her. <laughs> and then she's like. Wow. And this was, like, a nice place, like, uh, average bill for a couple, $200-ish. Oh, wow. And she's like, Oh. Okay, I guess I'll just stock the bathroom then. And I go, thank you very much. And I just walk right off.
2: Wow. So Steve could be somebody's answer today.
3: That's hilarious. What is the
2: rudest thing somebody's ever done to you at your job, Christine? Steve's the winner of the day right now.
3: Oh, for sure. So I went with my, uh, I had a boss once tell me that it was before like some type of event. He was like, maybe you should consider doing your hair and putting on some makeup because you look like a hobo. (laughs)
2: Wow. Well,
3: wow.
2: Did you? Yeah.
3: I mean, I don't think I looked like a hobo. That was a little extreme.
2: But, I mean, <laughs> did you?
3: You
1: took your knapsack off of a <laughs> stick, yeah. threw it on the ground, exactly. and stormed off. Oh, she's one of those old-timey
2: hobos. <laughs> I love it. Now, I know that we have a great answers coming in already for today's text question of the day. You can text in via the app. It's a free download in your app store.
3: What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job? And Steve, it doesn't have to be your current job, any job ever.
2: Steve covered both sides. I mean, like, he had someone do something rude, a boss that took credit for all of his work. Yep. And mm-hmm. then uh, he uh, made a patron go put toilet paper in the bathroom or something like that. Is that more or less a good way yeah, to say it? Yeah, at a really
1: fancy restaurant, she needed some toilet paper, uh, so I went and grabbed it for her. And then instead of actually putting it in the stalls, I, gra- I handed her, like, four rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I guess I'll just stock the bathroom. And I thanked her. Wow. I thanked her. And then she did it.
2: <laughs> Let's talk about money real quick, shall we? Ah, sweet, 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 sweet money. Okay. I love money. And you love video games. Mm-hmm. Now, Steve is uh, what they call a gamer because he is actively involved in the video game world, or more so was. God bless you. Before... Uh, Babies were born. Yeah. But I was Mm -hmm. telling you guys about a video game, a Nintendo game that sold for like over a million bucks.
3: Was it the Nintendo or the, sorry, the Mario?
2: It was either Mario or Zelda, I think. I I think it was Zelda. I think it was Zelda too. Well, a new record has been set. A million dollars at 1.6, 1.7, 1.8 million. No longer the record. An unopened copy of Super Mario Brothers. for a Nintendo Entertainment System sold for two million dollars the other day. That's
3: so wild.
2: Now the only reason I mentioned this is Steve was running a little bit late today and I know one of his most frustrating things from his childhood is what? About what you're the gift your parents didn't give you.
1: Oh, is a magic the gathering card that is now worth uh, I don't know, a
2: lot of money. <laughs> and I could have got it
1: for 200 bucks, and it would have been well over, I think it's like 50000 or something like that. Yeah, oh, my damn. gosh.
2: If your parents loved you enough to just buy you a copy of Super Mario Brothers and tell you not to open it up, you'd have college for both your kids. Right. Well, this stuff's scammy, too,
1: though. Because a lot of times they inflate the price by having like actual uh, people who run these auctions. Mm-hmm. They have subsidiary companies that just buy these things. that. Ex- Exorbitant prices so
3: that oh, really? all
2: the other prices I, for the used video games go up. That would up.
3: make a great documentary.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wish you were, my. I wish my father, I don't want you to be my daddy. I <laughs> wish my father had your uh, menta- mental, uh, I don't know, well, the way of thinking okay. when I was growing up. Because as I was saying stuff to my, he would constantly ruin it. Every single thing. I'd be like, I could just see it. You know, I was at the playground today, and, you know, this happened. Isn't that cool? Well, the reason this happened, son, is because this, 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 this. <laughs> this mm-hmm. Why not just let people think it sold for $2 bucks? I
1: mean, it did sell for $2 million, but somebody bought it that probably got a cut of that the money they yeah. spent. <laughs> See, there he goes. He ruins it every
2: time, every time. All right, we're going to learn some stuff here in a little bit. Mix 95.7. Christine, where is knowledge coming from today, my friend?
3: Uh, Let knowledge come from... A thorny rose.
2: A thorny rose. <laughs> yes. Okay, Brett Michaels. I know,
0: right?
2: <laughs> it... I like... I'm into awkward silences this week for some reason, and she thinks she is the funniest person in the room, <laughs> I know, right? and I do love that about her. Okay, here we go. Thorny rose, right? What color yeah. is the rose?
3: Uh, it... duh, it has to be red. All right. I learned something today.
2: Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain.
3: I'm learning.
2: What did did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge could come from a wild, wide variety of places, including and not limited to a beautiful red thorny rose. (laughs) Red is the color that you are going to give to your sweet, sweet lover. To show him or her that you love them, as you get the rose and you're debating on how you are going to deliver this to your special person, you decide. You shall do a tango. Yes, you will dance into the room into your, with your pants and underpants on. <laughs> with the rose in your mouth, you are very excited. As the music starts, you have the rose in front of you and you look at him or her and you wave it and say, ooh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at the rose. Uh...
2: She gives you a wink, wink. You put it up to your mouth, the thorn sticking out. Ouch. As you bite down, it goes into your tongue. Sort of a-! <laughs> You say. <laughs> and the rose knowledge from the rose mixes with the blood from your tongue as it goes down your throat, does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket into your brain, providing knowledge. Wow. Hmm. Took a minute, but we got there.
3: Glad I chose a thorny rose. Yeah, right? (laughs)
2: Seriously. Uh, Five quick nugs for you that I learned today. Blank 182 removed the Red Cross from the nurse's hat on the cover of their album, Enema of the State, because the American Red Cross told them it was a violation of the Geneva Conventions. Oh. Oh, wow. Like, you've made it when the American Red Cross is like, yo, Geneva Convention, like, guys, come on. I know. That's
1: a war crime. Yeah, that's a war crime.
2: <laughs> uh, there's a 60-mile stretch of Interstate 19 in Arizona where all the signs only use kilometers, not miles. Oh. It's a relic from the Carter administration where they were trying to get the United States to switch to the metric system. There's still no plan to change them back. It's kind of neat. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. The most lopsided game in college football history, 1916. Georgia Tech won the game over a school from Tennessee called Cumberland College. Do you know what the score was, Christine?
3: No, I don't.
2: Football game. Okay? Okay. 222 to 0. What? Wow. What? 222 to 0. How?
3: I didn't even realize that was possible. It was. That's, game. that's, that's <laughs> from
2: 1916, too. They had the funny helmets and everything. Hey, uh, as far as uh, movies go, you know, like silencers that they put on the guns in the Mm -hmm. movies? Like, gotta kill somebody, put my silencer on my gun. Actually, in real life, gun silencers don't work like they do in the movies. Hmm. A gun with a silencer still makes a noise about as loud as a police siren. Yeah, that's pretty loud Yeah, that's about 100 times quieter than a gun without a silencer, but still pretty loud.
1: Yeah, that's why it's actually called a suppressor instead of a silencer. Boom.
2: Mm -hmm. Gun knowledge. And finally, Christine, you're taller than you think. Wow. In the morning You're about .2 inches taller in the morning Than at night
3: Yes, all of that matters being 5 foot nothing I know, right? (laughs) I'll take it (laughs) Uh, Because the
2: discs in your spine have been relaxing all night So over the course of the day Your spine squashes down a little bit Mm -hmm. Oh Yeah, so just so you know You're .2 inches taller And .2 inches according to Steve Is a lot more than people think Yeah yeah that is very actually impressive was actually. Steve's nickname in high school. <laughs> well point so two. Point two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's peep what's Toads Trending. Toad trending. So they did it they did it virtually last year. They did it in person this year. Minneapolis. I lived in Minneapolis for a while. I was doing this gig in Minneapolis for a little bit uh, before I got back together with Connie of Connie and Fish who we lost earlier this year to cancer. Uh, they do a cat tour. So they did a cat tour mid this Minneapolis neighborhood. It's back after being strictly online last year and ended up drawing hundreds of people.
0: Well, he likes cats and I told him where I was going and he asked if he could come too. So I said, well, you have to
1: come. Good to get back out there walking around the neighborhood looking at cats after last year. Last year's tour was virtual, so we didn't have a big turnout. But it's good to get back out there.
2: I, I think it, just Google Cat Tour Minneapolis if you want to do something like that locally. I think it's kind of a neat idea. Do
3: they Hundreds just put the cats on display? It's a
2: cat tour. Just go check it out. Okay. I think gonna, it's right up your alley. I could see ha. you. Alley yeah. cat. Alley uh-huh. cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is very good. That's yeah, I did that on purpose. I, didn't.
3: I yeah. I, did.
2: mm-hmm. no. I didn't know. It was
3: perfect.
2: Okay. There you go. That's uh, meow meow Nope. I got huh? nothing. Okay. I, I was gonna try and say move on with a meow. Space You look up into the beautiful night sky No matter where you live Maybe you're in the city And it's a little bit brighter As you look up into the night sky Or maybe you're in the country Mm. And it's no lights around you It's dark It's beautiful So imagine if you will
0: Dun dun
2: Looking up Into the night sky And uh What's a business you like? A big business Big huge company
3: Like Nordstrom? There
2: you go you look up into the beautiful night sky. You're like, "Oh, honey, you're you're having a moment." Oh, there's the Big Dipper, and there's there's a what the there's an advertisement for Nordstrom in the sky.
1: What kind of stupid god dang idea is this?
2: Yeah, this is. <laughs> 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 you tell him, Hank huh? This is Elon Musk's idea, and he is doing it.
3: Of course, it's Elon Musk's mm. idea. Space
2: advertising.
3: Why? Elon
2: Musk and another company are teaming up to launch a satellite that'll beam advertising from space. This is real. A Canadian company called GEC, Geometric Energy Corporation, is teaming up with Musk, well SpaceX to be specific. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. GEC, this is real. I'm not joking. GEC is building a satellite called the CubeSat. One side of it will be a pixelated display screen where advertisements, logos, and other art will appear. A SpaceX rocket, you knew when they were going into space something was coming. A SpaceX rocket will take the CubeSat into orbit and release it. Then a so-called selfie stick on the satellite will film the display screen and live stream it to uh, YouTube or Twitch or whatever. So we can watch whatever, uh, whatever's on mm. it down here on Earth. This is the beginning what? of the ruining of the skies.
3: Don't I feel like Elon Musk and all of his rich friends are just bored at this point? They're so like, "What can we do with all of our money?"
2: <laughs> he is gradually, just the damage that he's done to crypto. Endorses it one week <laughs> on SNL. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's true. The guy endorsed it on SNL and he told did. the world to buy uh, Dogecoin. No Dogecoin, Uh-oh. and then the other one was uh, starts with an A. Bitcoin? Steve no. Akita. Oh, okay. Told him to buy Doge Dogecoin, and Akita, then a week later went, Yeah, we don't believe it. it's it's we changed our minds. Yeah, just kidding, guys. I, before I told you I pulled out I pulled out my billions of dollars I just made off telling you that. But you know, whatever. Anyway, back to Musk. An author tweeted, Alan Baxter. He said, Bleep this guy and his bleeping bleep of our night skies. Fire him into the bleeping sun. Bill- billionaires are a planetary cancer. That's from an author. Another writer named Danielle Weisberg said, Elon Musk sucks so bad, man. (laughs) If I am out there camping looking for consolations and I see a bleeping billboard instead, I will lose what is left of my mind. An indie musician named Nat Puff appealed to Elon Musk's girlfriend Grimes saying, can you just ask him to do something about climate change instead of space advertising? He is literally going to put ads in the sky and I don't think you can stop him. You won't be able to literally look up at the sky and see these ads at first, by the way. The news has people wondering if that's the next step, though. That's the point. Okay, so someone texted Ugh. in and went, wait, wait a minute. It's not in the sky. You're watching a YouTube channel. Which yeah, it will... seems
1: kind of stupid with just a, exactly. a satellite with
2: a selfie stick. Or is okay. it stupid? It's a millennial satellite. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or <laughs> it's is got it... some
1: avocado toast, too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite wonderful. Uh, or is it stupid? Or is it brilliant because it's the beginning of space advertising? I mean, stupid. it's
3: stupid He has—he clearly has a brilliant mind Like, he's very smart well, yeah. But I feel like he's putting it to Kind of wasteful use Why do we need It's not even evil, it's wasteful Why do we need space advertising? Why don't how you much need it? money is he putting into this? Put All it right. into something better
2: Let's be honest, though The best way to advertise, as we know Is radio
3: yeah. You know, all oh, other, okay. actually,
2: through the pandemic, for the record. Yeah. Statistically speaking, if it's not number one, radio was number two. Fact-ish. A fish fact. We'll call it a fish fact, which means it might be right. Uh, however, there will be no better ad than putting your business name up there. What would you say as an example? Nordstrom? Yeah. Nordstrom. Everyone sees it and cannot not see it unless they don't look up. It's kind of brilliant, but I hate it. But it it is brilliant Space advertising Elon Musk is going to do it This is the beginning of it I promise you that In the next five years You will look up at the night sky And it'll be ruined And he'll probably figure out How to do it during the day too Well
3: if he's doing all this We need to figure out How to get like flying cars (laughs) Why? Because that would be great Instead of, I mean, if you're going you to put space advertising, exactly. you might as well get some flying cars. Like space
2: advertising is really going to happen. You flying a car anywhere near me scares the hell out of me. Space <laughs>
0: advertising. Just look. I mean,
2: especially someone that's like, dude, do you think that if this happens that maybe we should get flying cars? Right? That's how you just sounded. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it was very weed Desk of you. All right, space advertising. Look out for it. Hey, uh, there's a really cool. Uh, look
3: out for it. You get it? Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> there's a really cool doorbell cam thing coming up, and I have uh, KNN, one of your favorite things. I Christine? know
3: the Karen News Network
2: is next. Christineology and Greg the Gaslighter are coming up, mm-hmm. <gasps> but first, let's talk about uh, the doorbell cam. So, you guys, you live in an apartment. You don't have a doorbell cam. Nope. You rent a house, no doorbell cam? No doorbell cam. We bought a house that had a doorbell cam. I would never think of putting one in. I absolutely love them. It's a ring doorbell.
3: Everyone has one nowadays.
2: It's not, yeah, it's not like, but it's uh, like, I've had to re, ours was so old Mm -hmm. that I changed it up and I could have put a doorbell back in and I was like, no, I want one again. Yeah. Yeah. I love this thing. So a guy in Ohio, I've got two for you, okay? Two stories real quick. A guy in Ohio didn't know doorbell cams were a thing. So it takes the homeowner over a minute to convince him otherwise. I want you to take a listen to this.
1: Who's there? Hello, can you hear me? This is weird. Is somebody there?
3: Hello? I'm talking to you through my doorbell.
0: You're
1: talking to me through a doorbell?
3: Yeah. Oh, I was just wanting to know about the bikes
1: up by the road. Yeah, they're free. So my, Both of them are free? Yeah. Oh, you're you're really talking me through a doorbell?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, that's, that's kind of weird, but okay, thank
2: you. That's hey, kind of weird. Wow. Through a doorbell. Yeah. I'll <laughs> wow! a doorbell. Like the man can speak to Sweet, me. Sweet, man. Through a doorbell. <laughs> I, I love that. But what I truly love about the doorbell cam, as long as you pay their fee, their yearly fee, mm-hmm. you can keep all your video, right? So, like, because, like, I, if I don't pay the, the, the fee mm-hmm. from, to ring, I can live stream my doorbell. But I can't go back and get video if somebody breaks into my house and I have them on camera. Oh, okay. So you have to pay for oh. that. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't come with You can't with even that. go
3: back 24 hours? No. Oh, wow.
2: But if you go to Connie, who we lost Connie earlier this year, but if you go to Connie and Dan's house, their system was free. It was called an Arlo. Mm-hmm. So it just it depends on what you get. This woman has a Ring app, and she decided to put up a video on TikTok. Of a Karen This is KNN I need to speak to your manager The Karen News Network So this uh, sister with a brain comes over Karen if you will Grand uh, Karen Grand Karen we've been calling her (laughs) I showed a picture of her She's an older lady An older ginger lady And uh, this woman put up the conversation she had Because she was recording it on her doorbell Because there was motion Which set Mm -hmm. off the, the video recording About the nosy neighbor who does not like The tigger You know who Tigger is?
3: Yeah, from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah.
2: This woman has a Tigger flag in her front yard. Hmm. Okay. So Karen's going to be upset about it.
0: I want to talk about this Tigger flag. Okay. I don't like it. (sighs) Okay, why not? I thought the American flag was real nice. Uh huh. But now I don't like that. Oh, okay, I didn't hang that. My brother hung that. This well, I know. I'm just I'm just telling you I don't like it. Okay. And we have rules. This isn't a homeowners association, though. I'm just saying I don't like it. All right. It makes it look tacky. It doesn't, but it's okay. You're allowed your opinion. I'm gonna find out about it. All right. Well, you have a good day.
2: Yeah, yeah, thank you <laughs> I
3: don't like it well, don't like We it. don't do things for you, Grand Karen Sure,
2: Grand Karen doesn't like it in the front yard She appreciated the American flag, America But she doesn't want you putting Tigger up there She doesn't. I'm assuming she lives across the street
3: Oh, for sure
2: She is without a shadow of a doubt The perfect example of what they call a Karen This is KNN I
0: am calling the
2: police The Karen News Network We are going to dive deep into Christine's brain with Christineology and Greg the Gaslighter next. Christineology is a concept that actually Steve's wife, Brittany, came up with. What is it again, Steve? It is the study of Christine's brain. What's going on in there, man? I'm ready to find out. Are you ready to share?
3: I'm ready to share. From my heart and from my hand,
2: why don't people understand? Christine.
3: Today's title, Greg the Gaslighter. If you've been watching The Bachelorette, then you are likely just as shocked as the rest of us when last week, Greg decided to leave Katie. He was poised to be the one who wins Katie's heart. After a positive hometown's together, Greg confessed he was falling in love with Katie, and when she didn't have the response he hoped, he bailed and quit the show. He received the first impression rose and was chosen to go on two solo dates plus group dates. It was mid-season when I said to myself, he's totally winning. It made no sense. Until it did. During last night's After the Final Rose finale, Katie and Greg saw each other for the first time since his departure, and she called him out on being a gaslighter. If you aren't familiar, the term was born from a play-turned-movie in the 1940s titled Gaslight, where a man manipulates his wife into thinking she's going crazy. In one scene, he causes the gaslight in their home to flicker. When she questions it, he acts as if she's hallucinating. Katie made valid points about how throughout the season she continuously let Greg know she was into him. It was obvious to all of those, to all of us watching. It's legit. And, it, and exactly as a gaslighter would do, Greg never actually acknowledged any of it, and instead kept saying, "I'm sorry you feel that way," while constantly slicking his hair back. <laughs> 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 Gaslighters are master manipulators and have a sly way of turning things around on you. They claim they're not about the drama, yet are the ones who create it. Greg did a great job coming off as the shy guy, and then made up some excuse to dramatically leave the show. So how can you spot a manipulator? It could come from a partner, a boss, or even a family member. A gaslighter will, one, deflect responsibility. Two, minimize your feelings. Three, give fake apologies. Much like Fred, uh, much like Greg did, he shifted it on Katie by saying, I'm sorry you feel that way. It sounds like an apology, but it's, but it's actually blaming the other person. And four, when you... You know you're being manipulated when you start to doubt your own reality. Why am I sharing this? Because the worst part about gaslighting is not knowing it's even happening to you.
2: So, Christine, has your gas ever been lit before?
3: It totally has. Really? Oh, yeah. But I I, I feel like I can can spot it. You just... Because it's funny. As I was watching this yesterday, the finale, and she's pointing to Greg out, like, how she felt like she was... um, she showed him she was into him. Yeah. I was like, he's totally gaslighting. And then is he she went and she called him a gaslighter. Yeah, he is. Are especially you sure? With his- I'm
1: sorry you feel this way. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think she
2: uh- Steve.
3: How could you be so hard? <laughs> not- yeah,
2: Steve. Uh, do you really think, though, he was gaslighting her? Because he yes. used his kid as the excuse, right? No, that's a different guy. Oh. God, how many people left her season? Two. Have you ever really heard of people <laughs> saying, you know what, this... Just get me out of here. I, I want to go hang out with my friends.
3: The, the I don't want to th- hang out with this girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, 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 that's, it, 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 has that happened before? I'm sure it has. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, people have left,
3: have left during the show for various reasons. But the guy who left because of the kid, I mean... I do think he was into Katie But he was so distraught Over leaving his kid But it's like He shouldn't have never
2: I think Went she, in the first place I think I'm on team Steve I, I'm sorry you feel that way Yeah me too Well
3: you guys also Didn't really keep up With the show mm, I think yeah. you're looking A little
2: bit too far into it I think you are I, <laughs> think, you're I think you're really crazy I think that you obviously Were gaslit before This okay. brought some Memories back And I think that Greg Is misunderstood Yeah now, In all honesty though Without Steve and I Messing with you yeah. In all honesty mm-hmm. Is it possible That Greg is just afraid Of cancel? Culture, so he's like, I don't know what to say to this woman, so I better just say, I'm sorry you feel that way. I truly am. No. Okay. You don't think he's afraid of Kate, because you know Greg.
3: No, I don't think he's afraid of cancel culture. Why? Would... Why? Why? Why go on the on the Bachelorette to begin with?
2: No, he's afraid of it now, because he's trying to build. Most of those people are. You see, if you watch, like, Big Brother at all this year, Mm -hmm. a lot of social media influencers there. Oh, of course. They're everywhere now. Yeah. So, most of these people are trying to build up their followers.
3: Exactly. So, he went on the show for the wrong reason. Maybe he didn't think he was going to get as far as he did, and he used some weird excuse to leave the show. It was just all very – it came out of nowhere because their relationship, I – Everyone thought he was going to win. He was the front runner. He, she told his family he's definitely getting a rose.
2: I'll bet she wasn't into her and he was afraid to tell her he wasn't into her. I think Christine's so just, just gaslighting around. us right now. I think I know. She's <laughs> like, she just can't. She will not stop this one at all. I think right? you're right, my fuzzy little friend. <laughs> so, Christine, last week we had a rando texto from a sister with a brain whom uh, is having to put her dogs to sleep. She actually called in. We had her on the phone. Anonymous, we called her.
3: Yeah. So she called in on Friday and revealed that her and her fiance had to put down their two, I believe, golden retrievers, uh, right? I
1: think so.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
3: 15 years old, uh, they're brothers, and they had to put them down on, so Monday, yesterday, they put them down. Nope. They didn't? They
2: didn't yesterday, actually, I thought so too. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna, we have an update for you. Okay. Uh, Not an exciting update that the dogs are fine or whatever, not like that, but uh, they're actually doing it today. Uh, She emailed the show and she said uh, Today we will be putting Booner and Chevy to sleep A company is going to come by They're going to come to our house Mm -hmm. And then they'll be taking uh, them and us To a different place where they're going to be cremated together And she went on to say to the Click of six Thank you for your thoughts uh, In the past As you did the rando texto today And for days to come God has built me strong And though I am still not prepared I will be strong for myself, my family, and them Thank you all again, Click of Six, and everyone in the show. I will keep in touch. Your kindness helps more than we know. Aww. That's an update from her, and uh, there's a, here's a picture for you guys to see. Uh, Steve and Christine of oh, their dogs. Oh, yeah, they're sweet. Yeah, so cute little puppies, and uh, she'll be actually putting them down today. So I uh, thought you'd give you a little update on that.
3: Good luck, Anonymous.
2: As we get into today's Rando Textile. Oh,
3: damn, What?
2: Tato message o, via Apple free downloado in Apple store Christina
3: please keep me anonymous I'm 26 and still single and make around 80k annually I own my own house with a mortgage and I've paid off all my student loans wow. I'm single and a big thing I'm looking for in a guy is finances it's important that he be on the same level or better but I'm finding it very difficult to find someone like this. This isn't information I put on my dating profile, but during conversations, I use context clues to try to figure out what someone's financial situation is. I really do want a partner, but this is something that's important to me. My mom wants me to find someone as well and says I come off stuck up if I make money the priority. My question to you is, is this an unrealistic requirement? Is there a tactful way to discuss finances pretty early in the dating stages to prevent wasted time? Are my expectations unreasonable?
2: Steve? (sighs) Steve?
1: I don't think your expectations are unreasonable, but I think uh, it is a little bit tacky to discuss this early on in the dating, uh, in, when you start dating someone
2: new. Well, I don't that's know. why
3: she's asking, is there a tactful way I, to discuss
2: yeah. I don't this? know of a way, <laughs> personally. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't want to end up falling for, if you, uh, some people believe that you have one soulmate, some people believe you have many, mm-hmm. right? She doesn't want to end up falling for somebody as she's worked so hard to fix her financial situation. And then having to foot the bill for them as well, yeah, is really her fear. Is that am I right? Is that what I gathered there?
3: Yeah, f- for the most part. So we have this was posted on social media, and I was actually a little surprised by some people's responses, and that they totally agree with her. They said, oh, yeah. actually, someone was like, "Too many people on dating sites are looking for a sugar mama slash daddy." So I totally agree with you.
2: Hmm. Uh, so you definitely don't agree with her, just based on that. Hmm.
1: I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. It's, it's a weird thing for me. I don't know. Money's not a huge issue for me. Uh, Clearly. Yeah. Because you
2: just make it rain all the time. I mean, I know. he turns I down, down promotions. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they offer him and raises. raises yeah. Like, save it. COVID. The company needs the money. <laughs>
1: I
3: always
2: say that. Yeah. By the way, that <laughs> not is my not my
3: children who are in daycare. Just right. I
2: know your family and your wife listens. Uh, just so I, we are kidding. There is no validity to that. No, no one no. has ever offered Steve a raise. No, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Christine, what do you think? you think she's being tacky?
3: I don't think she's being tacky. You know, it's like when it comes down to it, we know what we want. Um, but I feel like she's might be a little too focused on the fact that she wants someone who makes 80000 or more. Why not just want someone who has their stuff together? You know, who yeah. like is because I definitely don't make that amount of money, but I feel like I'm good with my money.
2: You're very good with your money. You're, you're better with most people that your age yeah. with their money. I mean, you're, and you're very good.
3: Actually, Fish, I think you make a great point. You said my age. She's she's 26 and she's she's, she's baller status. She is. You're way ahead of most people your age, so yeah. maybe that's something else you actually need to take into consideration. Is not everyone is where you're at? <laughs> Does she
2: mention this sister with a brain who's worked really hard to become financially stable? Does she mention the age of these uh, people that she's dating at all? She
3: doesn't, so I actually don't know. I may I'll message her.
2: She probably needs to find herself a nice older man who's stable. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean,
3: Fish is looking for wife number two. I am,
2: and she does fill the demo. So, uh, you know, legal with a pulse. Right? So, <laughs> click a six, call in, text, message, help this sister with a brain out as she looks for her next hero who's not a zero. See what I did there? <laughs> we are in the middle of a rando text
3: OMG. What?
2: Texto message via Apple free download on and Apple store
3: Please keep me anonymous. I'm 26 and still single and make around 80k annually. I own my own house with a mortgage and I've paid off all my student loans. I'm single and a big thing I'm looking for in a guy is finances. It's important that he be on the same level or better, but I'm finding it very difficult to find someone like this. This isn't information I put on my dating profile, but during conversations, I use context clues to try to figure out what someone's financial situation is. I really do want to partner But that is something that's important to me. My mom wants me to find someone as well and says I come off stuck up if I make money the priority. My question to you is, is this an unrealistic requirement? Is there a tactful way to discuss finances pretty early in the dating stages to prevent wasted time? Are my expectations unreasonable?
2: She's how old again? 26. 26 years old. Around 28 was when my mother started to say, you know what? I didn't need to be picky anymore, Fish. Just bring somebody home that you might marry
3: <laughs> Instead of all
2: these other women Now you said that she's actually emailed Since we started yeah. this rando text up.
3: Yeah cause um, We questioned the age thing yeah. And she said age is just a number But I do prefer someone closer in age And she went on to say um, There's so many people in debt These days she doesn't want to Foot the bill and she said Even though I love Steve on the show I wouldn't want someone like him Who doesn't seem to care about money There you go <laughs> There you go. I
2: bet she loves you on the show Right, yeah. you make cute babies I do So the click of six Christine, you had said Hey, sometimes somebody may not make more than 80 grand But they might be more financially stable even than you
3: A lot of people said the same thing But Uh, Someone actually has a a Nice piece of advice Get offline and get a membership At a nice country club Start going to the club events Find men more in your tax bracket We like what we like Being a sugar mama isn't a job for everyone uh, someone said, "If this is a must-have, then you need to state that up front or you will have to continue to weed out or investigate through what you're doing." True. Someone said, "It's not an unrealistic goal, but your mom is right that if you're making money a priority, you do come across as stuck up." I make well more than that, and I wouldn't be interested in someone who has had that, who had that as a deal breaker.
2: You know, here's the thing though: like, uh, it's financial stability, but more importantly, what I think that uh, she's lacking and. In- her dating situation Other than the fact That she needs a help. How old did she Did she say again How old did she date when, In that second email Or no? She said
3: I mean She said age isn't uh, Age is just a number But she prefers Closer at her age Needs so. to find
2: herself An older man
3: I think so, so Because Yeah
2: But I'll say this Drive is Times the turn on are tough The turn on should be Drive not I finances agree. If you meet somebody And you weed out the fact That they're full of it Or they're not full of it And they have drive at 26 years old, I, I was making nothing. I, I do okay now, but I was making nothing at 26 years old. But I had a drive with Connie of Connie and Fish, who tomorrow, by the way, we're going to honor her on the show as uh, tomorrow would be Connie's birthday. Okay, so anyway, uh, Connie and I, when we started, uh, we weren't making any money. Yeah. We were, like, we couldn't afford uh, not living with someone, let alone our own place. And through time and saving and paying off debt and all that stuff, you... You know, from college because I paid for I had student loans. Through paying those off, you start to accrue more money. So it's drive that's more important. I agree. Like, can you imagine, Christine? You meet a guy and he's uh, I don't know, makes one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, which is insane money, in my opinion. And he just doesn't have drive. But you are like, no, that's a turnoff. Stable? No, it's
3: such a turnoff because. You gotta have goals and you gotta have, like you said, you gotta have drive. Yeah. What if you met someone who checked off all the boxes, but then you're responsible for their debt? Me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, they? what do you mean? Like, so am I, am I with Alicia at this point? <laughs>
3: yeah. I could be Alicia.
2: Okay, wait, but, no more. But, but,
3: but she's the sugar mama. So I know wait, that. <laughs>
2: yeah, Alicia's the big money maker, right? Uh, so, wait, am I single in this hypothetical? Yes. Gloria okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm single and I met somebody
3: and they check off all your boxes all in every them. way except this finance the the finances situation and you knew if you got involved with them you're taking on their debt
2: but everything And then you're going to
3: be probably was, footing the bill for a lot of things.
2: Do they have kids?
3: Uh let's say no.
2: Okay, no kids. So I don't have to pay for their kids. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I want to do it, you know, cuz I, I I really do, but I mean that's if I if they have a lot of debt, you know, like maybe there something happened to their wife. I I just uh, I always call Lacey my first wife cuz sooner or later she's going to go. You know what this yeah, we should be friends. <laughs> Yeah, I just know it's coming So I I prepare myself mentally But uh, it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to fail this diet It just works better, I know it's not (laughs) healthy Okay, so why diet? Logic
3: with fish you're (laughs) welcome,
2: you're welcome The more you know, right? I I would say no, I wouldn't do it Yeah, I I wouldn't do it because I'd be so like Why are you in so much debt?
3: So you're actually kind of now siding with her Oh, I totally have
2: sided with her the whole time Yeah But it's drive, not money Right That's the only thing I defer, I'm different with her so wait, is this chick that owes that I'm in into in this hypothetical loaded?
3: No, she has debt.
2: Yeah, right. But does she have drive?
3: I, I guess it can uh, go either way.
2: Okay, so I don't know
3: because you said you liked. Okay, yes, she has drive but no money. <laughs>
2: that would be hard for me. Then does she have a cute butt? Does she have a butt? Like, I know everybody oh has a butt. Now,
3: now we have to look at the, sorry, the more important thing.
2: Yeah, like, what's I the mean, booty like. Yeah, <laughs> just, have a, just gotta be a cutie with a booty.
3: The, now, the, I the, mean, I've
2: dated with girls with no butts before. I have no butt, but God, this is really difficult, and we have to get going soon. Aaron, what do you think, man?
1: Well, I just wanted to chime in since everybody's putting, you know, these dollar values on worth and say that as someone who's in a position in a company where I hire people and I've seen people of all walks of life and skill sets. Yeah. People are underpaid. Mm-hmm. I am paid well more than people who are way smarter and work way harder than me and until they hit that <laughs> magic until they hit that magic three oh, people just don't take them seriously.
2: No, that's true. So
1: if you're ahead of the game and you're doing well,
0: good for you. Maybe just help people along the way. Don't put their value as a dollar number. And fish, if uh you know, I make some good money. Okay, you don't wait. To, uh, you, don't ha-
1: you don't have to take your shot at this twenty six year old. We can go golfing. We can hang out. Okay.
2: Up. Okay. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. I think I my uh, I think your flip flops a little different than my foot, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Hmm, I can find out.
2: Oh, <laughs> Facebook prayer—we're gonna have to talk about that here in a sec.
1: Let's peep what's Toad's
0: trending.
3: Toad's trending.
2: Before we uh, talk about a new Facebook thing that's coming out uh, that's causing a little bit of controversy, controversy, let's talk about some cool things here. Ohio making the news again in a good way. It's kind of like it's like when your kid who's really bad at something does it good once in a while. You got to tell everybody how good they were at it, Right. right? That's how I look at Ohio. So, uh, an Ohio family got some good news when waste management workers found a bag with twenty-five thousand dollars in cash. Wow! Yeah, that they accidentally—this family accidentally threw that bag in the trash, by the way. How
3: do you accidentally throw money know. in the trash?
2: Here's Operation Supervisor uh, Gary Capal and a team member of the service company talking about it. it turned out to be $25,000. They were cleaning out their house, and they cleaned out the refrigerator, threw all the garbage, grabbed all the freezer stuff, put it in a bag, and then the grandma's like, hey, there's an envelope with $25,000 in there. Don't lose that. Couldn't believe it. It took 10 minutes, and I actually, I seen it. I said, man, that looks just like that. Yeah, $25,000 they wow. accidentally threw away That would be the most expensive thing I ever threw away I don't know, right. I've, yeah, I've never had something That's absolutely nuts uh, But they returned it to the family because they're awesome people
3: Heck yeah, good karma points right there uh, Fact Would you throw some money to someone if you like lost 25000 And then they came back and they're like, hey, we found your money Would you throw them like a couple hundred or A
2: couple thousand
3: Oh, it's very nice of you.
2: I would give him it. I would give him probably a 10% finder's fee. Yeah. If it was $25,000.
3: Twenty-five hundred. Twenty-five hundred bucks. Yeah. Look at, look you. at me. Dap it out, girl. It's
1: I'm gonna start math. taking cash out of your wallet, throwing it on the floor, and be like, "Hey, look what I just found! <laughs> yeah. Where's my ten percent?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. I'm not allowed to have cash. I have everything in plastic. <laughs> You'll never be able to do it, homeboy.
0: Uh... All right. Let's talk.
2: We're gonna. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about this Facebook prayer thing, and then we're gonna uh, play a, a a fun little game, quick game to see how good your music knowledge is. Play along with us. It's going to be Christine and Steve that are going to be uh, doing the music knowledge. But Facebook has rolled out a new prayer request feature. Mm-hmm. So this is a tool embraced by some religious leaders as a cutting-edge way to engage the faithful online. Others, by the way, are saying it it's uh, useless It's and it's useful to people that want to scam you and get your privacy and your security information. How? I, I don't know. But uh, as far as this prayer feature that Facebook has... Coming out. Uh, there was one, I've read a bunch about it today. I'm going to go to Reverend Robert Jeffries of First Baptist Church in Dallas. That's a Southern Baptist mega church. He said Facebook and other social media platforms continue to be tremendous tools to spread the gospel of Christ and connect uh, believers with one another, another, especially during this pandemic. While any tool can be misused, I support any effort like this. Most of the churches are saying that and entrusting people and You know, focus on God, right? That's what they're saying. Other people are saying, you're going to be able to scam people's security information and you're going to get stuff, find out things about people that you shouldn't be able to find out.
3: But that's if you provide that information or are asking people, give me your social security number or your bank password. Like, I mean, we see it all the time. I I, I mean, Facebook, there's always people be like, asking for prayers, asking for intentions or whatever it is. Prayers
2: to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, it is. I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know the scam. Steve, you see the scam in there somewhere, where you could scam people's information.
1: The only thing I can think of is that maybe it would uh, basically like post it publicly, and then people have the ability to click on your account and just, for example, prayers to my
2: husband who is super sick right now.
1: Oh yeah, I guess that way you could look at it where they could glean information from
2: that and they make a, they make a lot of money that way people like usually like a lot of scams Christy and scammers I know that you're pure at heart in a lot of ways and I mean this seriously a lot of scammers what they'll do is they'll look at the obituaries they'll find like oh the,
3: yeah and then the, they'll, they'll be like
2: yeah they'll like,
3: go after that family I have
2: a friend whose uh, husband passed away or who, whose mother's husband passed away and they re- somebody reached out to the mother and said hey this is your and it was a younger voice this is your grandson. I'm I'm in jail. I need bail money. I need $10,000. Oh, yeah. Immediately. I can't get a hold of mom and dad. Can you please help me? Boom. Those types of things are real. Oh, I know. Okay. Well, the, there's g- th- the
3: grand, the grandparent scams are like. So there's your The answer. biggest ones.
2: There's your answer on Yeah, how.
3: but I don't think that's the intentions here. Oh, are no. some people no, going to misuse not. it? Yes. But to say, oh, you're automatically going to scam. I mean, it's the same people, same as people advertising fake puppies, you know.
2: Yeah. Or no. trying to
3: get you to join their business. I mean, it's
2: it's in theory, yeah. There's scams are gonna try and find a way of doing it, and that's why people were concerned. But there is a new prayer request feature on Facebook if you wanna do it. It's a again, just you know, prayers out to so and so and whomever. That being said, let's see how good your music knowledge is right now. Okay. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do here real quick. I'm gonna play a montage of a bunch of songs that use the word pray. And I want you guys to write down, get your pen and paper, Andy you're playing along and you can't write down, you use your brain. See if you know the artists that sing this song. You ready? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. All montage together in 50 seconds. Here we go.
0: My brain
2: How many did you get, Christine? Out of all those?
3: Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. But I don't know it. I, I'm totally questioning two of them.
2: Okay, uh, Steve. How many did you get? Three. I got
1: three, and I'm pretty sure only one of them's correct.
2: All right. I'm <laughs> assuming you didn't get the. We're asking like if you knew what, who the artists were in these songs about prayer, because Facebook has a new prayer request. Okay, so here's the first one: the Platters. My I mean, I didn't this one. Now the next one. Did you not know the next one? I thought for sure Christine would get the next one.
3: What's the next one It sounds so familiar But I don't know
2: Who that is Yeah George Michael Okay Okay It sounds
3: so familiar
2: This one is who Sam Smith Yeah
1: Steve Nope got none of these The only one I I guess the first one was Elvis But that was their F
2: Christine
3: Justin Bieber
2: Yep. Steve No No. Nothing Here was uh, Connie and I did a whole segment on this song by the way I need Steve yep. I wrote
3: Celine Dion, Andre Bocelli Yep Really? really that. Yep,
2: alright
3: <laughs> Kesha
1: Steve Okay, yeah, I, that sounded familiar I put Kelly Clarkson Okay
3: <laughs> Christine I know the song, but I don't know who sings it Yeah. same it.
2: here Dionne Warwick Okay ah. And the last two are easy Mad- Steve Madonna Yeah, let us Steve do it Just because okay. he clicked. Quickly- I didn't
1: get the last one
2: Shush.
1: Oh, yeah, we pray. I have no idea what song this is. I
2: said MC we Hammer. To pray just to make it we pray. Who is that? That's Hammer Dog. Oh.
1: Yeah, no. I only did the one song.
3: Wow. So, which one did you get right? Kesha? Oh, no, you said Kelly Clark. No, the
1: only one I got right was Madonna.
2: Nailed <laughs> wow, it, though. Oh, you nailed that one. Boom.
1: Though. That's because my second grade teacher used to. Be uh, hey, Madonna? No, used to babysit Madonna.
2: Really? Yeah. So, that's how you got it right. Not the fact that everyone's heard that <laughs> song. That's how
1: I got it right. All right.
2: Here's the dealio, Shmelio. In about six or seven minutes, we're going to give you an update on the Bachelorette and what happened last night. Christine's going to kind of break that down for us. But first, let's talk about your birthday, shall we?
3: Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. Chuck E. Cheese for for my birthday. birthday.
2: So tomorrow is Connie's, or would have been Connie's birthday, birthday. and on the show tomorrow, the text question of the day and everything is going to have to do with birthday,
0: birthday. Mm -hmm. right?
2: So today I thought I would share an interesting story. I don't know if you can remember exactly what you did, but do you remember your sixth birthday party, what you did, or what your parents might have done for you, Christine?
3: Uh, I think that year my parents got Simba to come visit at my birthday Ooh. party. There yeah. you go.
2: Okay, that's a probably a good idea, right? Yeah. That's a pretty sweet gift. Simba's uh. From the, the Lion King. Yeah, he's the good one, right? Yeah. He's not the mean one.
3: No, that's Mufasa. Simba's the son. No. Or sorry, uh, Scar was Scar's the mean Scar Mufasa is the bad. Mufasa uh, is Simba's dad, yeah.
2: Yeah, so uh, Steve's sixth birthday party, remember it at all or no?
1: Uh, I think you just had it at my house.
2: I right, think that was good. My, I, we had a thing when I was older. We had uh, we watched the movie Cujo and ate pizza, and it messed me up on scary movies because for some reason it just jacked with my head. Yeah. It seemed so real at the time. Cujo's a movie about a dog that just yeah. rips
3: through people. Yeah, wasn't that, that wasn't a Stephen people. King movie, was it?
2: Possibly. Probably. Probably. So this family in Oklahoma today, they're going viral right now because they decided for their six-year-old birthday party, six-year-old's birthday party, they would invite Bigfoot. (gasps) So, uh...
3: The real Bigfoot?
2: You're going to take a listen (laughs) to uh, what happens when the kid and kids see Bigfoot, and then the mom is going to explain why she thought this was a good idea instead of a, don't scare your kids and friend at their sixth birthday party with a Bigfoot. whoa, whoa.
0: (laughs) I'm like oh this will be cute and fun My kids didn't really have That reaction I would just Recommend it for a good time
3: Obviously by the video my kids Thought so too they don't want her to come back Though
2: yeah no more Bigfoot (laughs)
3: Oh my gosh that is Hilarious Steve are you gonna Bring that for Izzy's birthday? Heck no (laughs) (laughs)
2: They are you, scared. They're crapless.
3: running around right? screaming. Yeah, that's what she does. <laughs> wow. I just thought it was a good idea.
2: Apparently, Bigfoot's said they love. They love the good company, never using them again. Yeah. Don't okay. <laughs> <laughs> so invite Bigfoot to your six year old's birthday party. Oh. Bachelorette update is next. Last night, ABC made love happen.
3: Yes, they did. It was the season finale of The Bachelorette. Uh, oh. There are spoilers. So. Yeah, so I was going to say, give the yeah. warning right
2: now, Christine. Go ahead. Yeah,
3: so we are about to talk about, did Katie get engaged with who? Uh, if she did, so if you didn't watch it yet. Take
2: about two minutes.
3: Exactly. So uh, after Greg, who I talked about, Greg the Gaslighter, left, uh, Katie was left with two guys, Blake, who actually joined the season late. He People questioned his intentions because he was on uh, – Claire and Tasha's season, but he really had some strong feelings for Katie. And then the other guy was Justin, who, in my opinion, I'm surprised even made it as far as he did. So when they were supposed to have their one-on-one, she actually told him, I, I need to let you go. I'm just not. Elise. Yeah, I'm not feeling it that way with you. I, j- I already told Blake that I love him. So he, Blake met Katie's parents, and her aunt grilled him and was like, well, you live in Canada and she lives here, so how are you going to make this work? Oh, let me what guess you what he said.
2: Do? I can go ahead and move down here right away. Out school. I've got the mooses already packed up and ready <laughs> to go.
3: He said we still have to talk ab- about about that. About it. Uh, and uh well, did it, did they even make it to that level to where they need to talk about moving or anything like that? I don't know. Let's find out, fish.
0: To you I just I just honestly knew and I know How great of a wife you're going to be, mother you're going to be, I'm excited to support you and be there for you every day moving forward. So that being said, Katie Lane Thurston, will you marry me?
2: ABC knows how to package stuff (laughs) Dude, ABC is solid at packaging stuff though. They really are Okay, so she said yes She's She's, gonna get married to Blake
3: She said yes And then they were on the After the Rose ceremony special And they They talked about No, 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 they're still together She actually Uh posted on her Instagram a birthday thing Saying how she's really excited to live their life on the outside She said, my best friend, my confidant We're just two weirdos laughing our way through life together Cheers to the upcoming adventures Next stop Canada So she's moving to Canada
2: That's right America Uh huh. Those damn Canadians have taken another <laughs> <laughs> Piece by piece They're coming after us uh. Prepare yourself America They're all gonna go up north To Canada Would you live in Canada?
3: Yes I would
2: Why because Blake's there?
3: No, <laughs> not
2: because
3: Blake's there. I just would. You
2: heard it, I'd America. It. Blake has anywhere. moved another one. First Katie, now Christine, moving
3: he ain't to Canada. You uh-uh. gonna be his side piece? No, he ain't why, my type. Why?
2: Why? Why? Successful, good-looking. What is it?
3: He just isn't my type. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Nice
2: to other people. I've met some of your exes. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right, America, get ready. We're all moving to Canada. So, we do the text question of the day. Uh, tomorrow's text question of the day is going to be about Connie. Tomorrow would would have been Connie of Connie and Fish, who we lost in January to cancer, uh, beginning of January, January 4th. Uh, anyway, it would have been her birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, tomorrow's going to be a big Connie and Fish rewind day. Uh, Steve's been working really hard on it from the rando text to even daddy tips. Connie and Fish rewinds tomorrow. Today's to end the text question of the day is going to be about her, too. So, I guess we will not need a rewind for that part, Steve. Correct. Yeah, thanks for I actually, I just was processing. I had asked you for one, and I didn't. Okay, so I guess we don't need that one. Yep. Okay, you know better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today for the tax question of the day, it's uh, all about your J-O-B, your job, Christine.
3: What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job? And man, oh, man, there's a lot
2: of stories. You know, and it, it varies. Sometimes it's your boss. Your boss says, Hey, you're going to a public appearance. You kind of look like a hobo. That happened <laughs> that's to what Christine. Happened to me. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's your boss, and your boss says uh, takes credit for all of your work and doesn't give you credit where you deserve it. Steve. Yes, that's true. That happened to me. Or sometimes it's uh, a, a customer, a client, or a member of the Click of Six telling Connie and I, when we were out years ago, that we suck at our job, but they uh, they've quoted two weeks of shows. <laughs> like I was like, well, then why are you listening? So, all right. What What about you, Click of Six? What is the rudest thing? Someone has ever done to you at your job You can still message in via the app, text, email You know the drill, all linked from the station's website
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Somebody said, told me that the Starbucks I worked at Wasn't real because it was in a store And I said, yep (laughs) They went on to say, yep, and your drink is invisible Okay, (laughs) and you just bought it That's awesome Somebody said, I was working at a fast food joint in high school when an old lady came up to me complaining That we didn't have paper towels in the bathroom Only air dryers then proceeded to wipe her hands on the front of my shirt. Huh. It took everything I had in me to not knock the old lady down. LOL. Wow. Uh, somebody else demanded a refund for gas that it was uh, that was already in their vehicle. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one a sister with a brain said for today's text question of the day:
3: What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job?
2: So they uh, come up to me and they go, "Don't get your panties in a bunch." They told me to not get my panties in a bunch but they would wait for the uh, guy at electronics because I wouldn't know what he was talking about anyway. I trained the young individual. He was waiting to ask a question. I I was a co-manager and the kid asked me for the answer in front of the rude sexist customer. Just because I'm a female doesn't mean I don't know technology. Good for you. Yeah. I'm surprised Steve didn't go a different route on that one. Uh, Another person had a Lit cigarette through in their face Good god wow. I was told that my job position Was not important as others Ouch But when they were in a bind They would always call on me oh, Of course That mm. is my answer For the text question of the day
3: What's the rudest thing Someone has done to you At your job
2: Guys after I was pregnant I came back from maternity leave So rude Don't ever ask another woman If she's expecting You don't know if she really Went through a miscarriage Can't conceive Or some other trauma Never do that Yeah Hamburger uh, spit in a waste basket, basket. Pooped on the girls' bathroom floor. Ew. Setting off the fire alarm by burning popcorn.
3: <laughs> How was that I,
2: rude? I know. I know. That's weird. I, I. I don't know if you know this or not. But I was a manager of a movie theater. Oh gosh. Back in the day, uh-huh. I, I was actually my projection skills were amazing. I was a great projectionist. A customer wished me to Is that die that it? That's it <laughs> That's it I just wanted people to know A customer wished me to die of cancer Coincidentally as my own father was dying of cancer
3: Wow, wow That's yeah. intense there Why are, would you say that to somebody? There are some
2: terrible answers But great stories for today's text question of the day
3: Terrible people yeah. What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job?
2: So many to watch uh, to look at online Steve will get them up soon here But top five-ish we have to get into right away uh, called me to let me go after 28 years. Somebody else said, stole my tips and lied to my face while it was caught on camera. Wow. <laughs> Somebody else said, I worked at a deli when I was a teenager and I had a customer throw a tube of potatoes at me <laughs> because she said I would played with her food when I scooped it in, LOL.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Oh, there's so many. One, two, three. Let's just go to number five.
3: What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job?
2: This should be the coolest thing. Not the rudest thing. Sign me up anonymously for an adult website With my work email That's just awesome
3: <laughs> That's because some, it's something Fish would do Totally Just look at my search history on Google
2: uh, not, I don't even know how to get into your account Uh huh. Why, what's up with your search history?
3: I <laughs> wonder, Fish Christine's
2: work Google <laughs> account Has so many weird questions About how she can hook up with me It's insane Steve. Right, <laughs> I know
3: And if it's cheating yes. To hook up with a ginger yeah. Or if it's cheating <laughs> Yeah,
2: like Steve Or whatever,
3: fantasize about That's why you
1: have to be be able to see us at all times I know right yeah I know HR told me to keep an
2: eye On you too specifically on Yeah grabby over there yeah grabby (laughs) Not a piece of meat Uh, Number four for the text question of the day Called me a bloodsucker or vampire some people may think it's funny, but as a lab tech that hears it all day long <laughs> while collecting blood from what? patients, it gets really old. Oh, my God. That
3: one cracked me. Oh, <laughs> that's great.
2: Number three.
3: What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job?
2: Guys, I once told a supervisor at a factory that I was going back to college to get my degree. And he said to me, just stay working here. And you're stupid to go get an education. I told him where to go, and I walked out that minute. Wow. Number two. Text question today told me that he hoped I'd leave my office and trip on the sidewalk. There's more. (laughs) That I would then fall, hit my head, and worms would continue to eat my brain. Okay. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, really, that happened. And finally, number one.
3: What's the rudest thing someone has done to you at your job?
2: I used to be a substitute teacher and in house suspension teacher. So, basically, all the students were rude. They were so mean, they think it's funny by telling me their name is Ben Dover, and I'm looking for Ben Dover every single day. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, That's a great one. I was trying to think of other weird names from back in the day that we could even say right now, but Ben Dover is probably the safest. Ben Dover
3: is the best. Yeah.
2: For the record. When Christine saw this message via the app earlier, it took me 10 minutes to explain to her what bend over meant. That's true. I had no idea. She's she's so innocent and pure. Guys, we'll get these up online for you. Thanks for your answers for today's text question of the day. Good news and bad news for you. The good news is uh, they're they're talking about the 19th and final season of Ellen, and they've told us the the date that it's going to kick off. It's September 13th. Okay. The bad news is they're not really good at math in their promo, for real. Two decades of te- Two decades of television, right there. Okay. Steve, how long is two decades? That is 20 years. So, again, the 19th and final season of Ellen. <laughs> two
3: decades
0: of television.
3: Nope. Uh, nope. All he had to do was put a nearly. two decades. Yeah.
2: Yeah, nearly, almost, whatever. But it's September 13th, there's going to be... Unparalleled celebrity interviews, musical performance, topical stories Extraordinary human interest guests And sought after viral sensations worldwide On Ellen as she is almost done I'm sorry, almost Two decades of television (laughs) September 13th You ready to get funky?
1: All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down, get out of your car, and go to work! Now it's the Connie and Fish show, all up in your
2: face, radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye!
0: What kind of a name is Fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go, Fish. Oh, right. Shaka, shaka, shaka Connie, shaka Connie, let me dub you, shaka Connie.
2: Shaka Connie, that's all I want to do.
0: Get up!